What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Fried Eggs podcast episode, whatever the fuck it is. We're here with Dolph, as always, and our about-to-be best new friend, Mostly Ghostly. How you doing, sweetheart? Hey, besties. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Good, good, good. Tonight, good. I guess attitude. it's nighttime now. Chilling. I'm doing good. I don't. I know. I know. You maybe you don't watch football, but I'm on a. I'm on a high right now because the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl, so I'm happy with that. Heck yeah! I'm. That's I'm, I'm not day. in the football realm but i mean i'm always yep. a supporter so i'm Hell down yeah. for it i do have I'm to say that i'm too. digging the i'm digging the horns over the cat ears like it seems thank like everybody you. rocks cat ears and you're rocking the horns i kind of thank I kinda you dig thank that, you so. i got them off etsy so shout out to whoever the shop was i forgot her name but she's <laughs> right. amazing Honestly, oh, yeah. those clip on? came fast those just clip yeah, onto the like head velcro oh that's dope oh, that's yeah they're cool. little so they work on any velcro pieces yeah you can put them on any and they move around so you can like have them. So yeah, I put them like way I out like here. Yeah, I thought like that, that it was. That yeah, thank weird. you. I appreciate Turn them it. out this way. All fucking crazy looking. <laughs> it's Halloween time like all the year for me. So there you go. I'm down for it. Hey, I see that. Those fucking holiday. So hell yeah. Those are webs in the back. Is that what it's like? Really like Halloween decoration yeah, back there? Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I got them all during Halloween. You know. And the sale uh-huh. afterwards, that's the best time to get them. Because, you know, when everything goes, like, 75% off, <laughs> you're like, right. oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm like, that's, like, my yearly room decor. And that's when I go ham, you know? I'm not mad at you for that's that. That's the best that's... time to do it. <laughs> that's like, it's I, the I, best see, time. I'm, I'm, I'm fat. I usually go, like, after Easter to get the deals on the Easter candy and shit. <laughs> yep, it's the same like, concept. Reese's eggs, stock it up. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I, I bought some of those literally two days ago, and I oh, they're so bag, good. So. I can't. Yeah, I do too. I can't. I can't buy them because I'll eat. I won't stop till they're like, gone. The motherfuckers are so good. Yeah, having a having so, uh, a five year old really screws me right now. Like, if you ever try oh, to lose yeah, a five year old, yeah, it's, I was that doesn't work very just, well. I almost wore my. I had my sweatshirt on before this. I got a little hot because you know I'm a little. I'm a little nerve, but. I had a sweatshirt on and it was my I love hot dad sweatshirt and I was gonna wear it for you guys. If it makes <laughs> you feel any better, this is this is our show and I get nervous every time before it starts. Like this is He does. I, I, I get I have anxiety issues, so like I before every time it, I go but... live on the pod or we do the podcast, I get all anxious and shit. Yep. I'm weird. As, as long you as know. I don't look at myself, though. I'm okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like kind of just That's watch myself idea. and I can, yeah. can I like block myself? Can I like turn myself off? Yeah, like I don't want to see I don't myself. Know. It's in the settings, I think. Hold on, there has to be a way. <laughs> as long Come as you turn off for us, I'm good. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay. Don't, don't you do it? No, don't you do it. turn you on. Turn you so, on. Uh, where? Tell us about you. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Nevada. Oh. I was born and raised here. I'm still here. Nice. Uh, in the in but, the desert? Is it desert? Yep, like, in the desert. Even Ooh. though it snows, it, I get all four seasons. I'm technically in like Reno Tahoe area. Oh, so you still so, get snow and everything? Yeah, we're by the cool. snow, the mountains, and then Buddy. it's nice and hot. Geography. The summer. So. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, where was <laughs> yeah. I thinking? I was thinking, uh, oh, Vegas. I was thinking Arizona. You're thinking Vegas. Yeah. South Vegas doesn't really get. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas yeah. does not get. Yeah, Vegas is hot. Vegas is hot. Right. It gets Vegas a little like cold in the winter, but. Satan's doesn't... asshole, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time I looked at a fucking map, bro? Um, yeah. So we're just a little bit that's up sad. north and kind of on the Cali border line, nice. I guess. Okay. Okay. But I did move around a lot as a kid. I um, 
lived in Houston when I was a kid in Texas and nice. also kind of in the Fort Worth, like Dallas area. And I also oh, lived in um, Oregon, in Jacksonville, Oregon when I was a kid as well. So Dang. I moved around a little bit, but we've always was come like back here. Military unfortunately. Was, what was the moving for? Military stuff or? Marriage, but yeah. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Military gotcha. marriage. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm just curious. I've fucking lived yeah. in Kansas City all my life. I've never moved anywhere. I've just oh, always been in this one my spot. So was born in Kansas. So. Oh yeah. Military. Rolling stones. I love it. Yep. I'm from yep. Florida. Yeah. I've lived in Florida, Georgia, um, New Jersey. Uh, now Louisiana, I lived some time over in South Korea. So yeah, I've been Cali for a little bit. I spent some time actually close, not close to you, but uh, South um, South Nevada anyways. So yeah. Nice. I'm so, yeah, sh- I'm so sheltered. Yeah. I haven't been you anywhere sheltered. like that. It's yeah. okay, Bashi. I am. Okay. I've been to like, yeah. I think I've been to, well, I went across Kansas, obviously. I'm actually in, in Missouri because Kansas City falls right on the line. So the path of it's in Missouri, half's in Kansas. So I'm in Missouri. What? So I've only been to like. Wait, what? I've only. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> so you say you're from Kansas, but you're from Missouri's? Yeah, m- misery. 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 Home, of, home of Tech Nine, baby. That's what it's all about. The yeah. Do you even know who Tech Nine is? No. <laughs> God damn. What the hell? That's yeah, it. End um... the podcast. We're out of here. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. He's a fucking he's a rapper. Canceled. No, he's a us. rapper. He's a, yeah, so, a middle-aged I'm rapper. Yeah. Ready to age, move, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I want to travel, so I'm just, I have right. five months of grad school left, and then I'm out of here. I'm nice. moving. So what do you I'm excited. school for? Um, my master's is in healthcare administration and healthcare policy. So nice. I used to be... um. I used to be an EMT. I just retired recently, like literally Dude, a month ago. That's crazy shit to become an EMT and all that. Fuck that's yeah. wild. Yeah. So I kind of went through my fantasies of that for a bit because I was really interested in medicine and I was like, I want, I'm just a nosy bitch, honestly. Like, you know, when like things happen on the side of the road and everybody stops and you're just like, why is everybody fucking stopping? But then you look, you're oh, like, yeah, for sure. Like, so I want to see too. Like, yeah. fuck them, but I want to see. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was me. So I was like, I just couldn't just, do like, the EMT thing because it, the whole you know? like blood and stuff and all that. I'd be I like, love it, though. I'd probably get all. I'm okay with blood. Or some shit. I'm okay with pus. I'm yeah. okay with all that stuff. Human feces oh. are the worst. Like I can't do that. Like I, I'm sorry. Human waste is out. Yeah. I was a plumber. Just so you know. Thing... <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's why I stopped being a plumber. So I, I thought I was smart. Yeah. I, I swear. I, th- I was like, I'm, I'm going to be the smartest plumber ever. I went and did new oh, construction man. plumbing. New I construction plumbing. You. Nobody's using it. It's not right, dirty right. already. It's brand new stuff. Yeah. So you're it's golden. They're like, you do great at this. You're going to do it's amazing at service work. Motherfucker. They threw me in a roof. Like, oh, hell no. And then I was in a six foot deep trench replacing a waste. Wait, no doing way. a waistline. And somebody in the house I was working on. So they absolutely knew I was in a fucking hole behind their house working on their waistline. Took a shit. I was like, <laughs> I quit. I walked out. I quit. And when it, when yeah, it turns from the house I'm working on, it lands on my feet. I fucking walked away. Oh, no. my God. I, yeah. I mean, 
I don't think I could do that. She's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I applaud you, though, because I really understand the concept of trying to master something that you know you're just going to fail at, you know? (laughs) I think, and I think that's what happened with me is I saw it as a challenge and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, I think to the everyday, like the day-to-day person doesn't want to see the shit that you see, obviously. But I think that the idea of like, I don't know, just doing it and just having that experience i think mostly i just wanted to see what everything that was like hidden from me as a kid you know what i'm saying like i don't know because there is and even not even as a kid like even to a whole society like there's so many things that people don't see happen on the day-to-day and oh yeah that to me just opens up that whole world of like there's a whole group of people that like you know fire police like ems all those people like their entire right. lives is literally just behind the scenes that trying to cover up so that everyone else can live normal lives and not have to deal with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that that idea was respectable. And I was like, okay, I want to be part of the crew. I was like FOMO, you know, like I had fear of missing out. I was like, okay, I want right. to be, I want to be a bestie. So I did it and it was traumatic, but I love it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no I grew kidding. up with, uh, like, of course, I went the opposite direction, but I grew up with a lot around and with a lot of law enforcement type stuff and the stuff that they had seen. You'd hear stories even, like, as a kid, you know, they're not really talking about that kind of stuff around you, but you still hear things and, and whatnot. And as I got older, there was a lot of that stuff that came around. The, uh, man, the, the cops and stuff, you know, much I've always been kind of on the opposite side of that. <laughs> for a long yeah. time but i still have much respect for them and shit you know and and yeah. what they deal with and have to have to deal with mentally and everything that they see every day or you know yeah. it's 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 a and wild thing there really is that sense of like community and family behind it that you just don't get like right. from anyone i feel like i mean yeah i guess at any job you can have a sense of family and community but i guess like because of the stuff you're literally traumatized over you're mm-hmm. sharing that you know and i feel like you really bond a lot well, yeah because you're but working also those too, same people like, experience that shit too so you can kind of lean on yeah. each other and shit you know and That's like cool. i'm not like a drama queen but like i love to entertain you know what i'm saying like i love the drama effect of everything right <laughs> and so like ems like it's messy like like oh, the yeah, key no and the drama behind oh, like god. i could only imagine the relationships like yeah well you got and, a bunch of hot girls walking around in scrubs what the fuck you expect like scrubs are some of the sexiest shit you can put women in how is that Literally. I, I still don't, i don't understand Why? that like because they're thin and form-fitting and and Man. honestly oh, I, had, <laughs> I had a nightmare experience with this Ooh. actually because in ems like you're wearing you know those like it's like cargo pants like yeah, like right. cargo pants boots like almost ems you're johnny like, dungarees work. out there yeah 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 literally like in training they make you shine your boots like the military type of shit i love it and so uh when i first got to my job i like that was you know my first job i was obviously there was two like staff male that were helping me like get my uniform fitting and i was like this is terrifying <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm down, you know? Like, right. I'm like, okay, I'm down. Because I think everyone, like, I don't know, just the idea that, like, I'm, like, thrown into this locker room, like, 18 years old, like, ba- baby, baby, like, 18 years right, old into right this locker school, room yeah. full of, like, 
you know, all types of people, honestly, but we have people that are 18 all the way up until people that are like 50s, 60s that are still like wanting to do this. And they're just like, okay, you're gonna change here. Like, what size are you? Like, all this stuff. And I'm just like, it's like the fucking military. And I was like, okay, oh, okay, per. <laughs> Let me put my boots on. Right. And so he opens like the closet up and he was like, okay, so what size pants, like, what size pants are you? Like, what, what's your pants size? And I'm like, well, what do you have? Because here's the thing, like, there's a difference in the booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just depends on the pants. <laughs> right. Right. And so I was like, me- like, are these men's pants? Are these female pants? And he's like, okay, well, he opens up the female, like, cabinet and there's literally three like three pairs of pants in there and he's like i have a zero two and a four and i was like yeah that's not gonna work (laughs) that's awesome can you open the mail (laughs) and so i was stuck wearing like these pants like these male pants for like a little bit of time obviously i was like i'm not wearing these and i went and bought my own but it was just like the initial trauma of it all i was like okay we're starting off great like right right but honestly though like it kind of just helps you like it breaks you down a little bit to like uh, be humble about it that we're all in this together like you know it's not really about that you know we're all there for a different reason but it's still just one of those things i think going in there as like a female like a young female into a predominantly male like career i guess that people take very seriously (laughs) and i was just going in there because i'm like i'm curious (laughs) just wanted to try it for someone that's stupid like and it may not be a difference i don't really know what's the difference between like your standard nurse you see at the hospital and like a like an emt or is that all the same or no sounds like Um, six years of college it's it's different um (laughs) so the my the ems side of it is emergency medicine so it's all the people that are out on the ambulance like doing the initial care of the my mom did that for a while too yeah back right before i was yeah, a thing. Right. So it's like the first responders, you know, you just respond with fire and police and whatever. That's like the EMS part of it. And that part, the training of it, there's like different levels depending on which state you're in. There's different like certifications that you can get. And each certification um, like allows you to have a different scope of practice, like a like a greater scope of practice, the more education you get, obviously. So right, right. Um, for me, like the first one I got was just everyone has to go through the same like training and the same. It's like a state regulated thing. And the first one is just a basic EMT training, which is a like bare minimum, just like a license that pretty much allows you to administer like very very small amounts of medication like ibuprofen tylenol like very drugstore like minimal type stuff but you're also driving the ambulance and you're doing like a like the primary physical like exam if that makes sense so it's just kind of the introduction into medicine you know and then you can get the next license up which i did i got my advanced license and that kind of opens you up more into the emergency medicine world and the scope of it all kind of like expands into i would say much more because now you're able to do like ivs administer iv medications you can do like all different types of like drugs you're talking like bandaging now um you're just your stuff is just a little bit more advanced than i would say like the basic is allowed to do um you're doing like intubation so if people aren't breathing you can now breathe for them that type of stuff so it it does get a little bit more advanced the more time oh, yeah, that cool. it is but 
the funny part is and the crazy part is is that to be able to do all this stuff my training was like six months long huh. and so, then like that, a nurse to make you feel better to help to make you, you feel learn better. all that shit i learned how to do yes. ivs and all the stuff you're talking about in about yeah. a week a week-long course in the army literally yeah there was and a week-long course so, that's stupid Bro, yeah, people that's that give intense. me IV scare me because my fucking veins are shit. I'm a bigger, I'm a big guy. <laughs> like, well, not I'm short. I'm just a fat guy. <laughs> but my veins like roll and are hard to find. It does, and it so half hard. the time I go in somewhere, man, they just have to poke me so many different times. And like the like, usually somebody will only try like once or twice, and then they'll get somebody else, and that person will try it once or twice, and it just yeah. keeps going. But there's been multiple times where I just have giant fucking bruises and stuff when I come out of something like that. That's they, crazy. Can't find I don't my veins. deal with that at all. I, yeah. I have huge veins. <laughs> and then, oh, like, man. Not me. nursing, it's kind of like a whole other scope. It's obviously more schooling. They can, they have more of a, like, I would say a larger understanding of, like, medicine in general in terms of actually right. taking care and treating somebody rather, like, EMS is more of like okay, it's just life saving treatment. Like yeah, the initial like start of it all, just to get to, get to make you sure. To the hospital, yeah. Right, yeah. right. And yeah. I mean, it is important because nurses aren't necessarily trained in emergency medicine unless they specialize in that. So there is a trade off in that, and that's why it's separated. Because unless you're an emergency medicine like nurse, like in the emergency room or something, you're not getting that emergency care, and they would not be able to to save somebody's life in that way if they needed that advanced care, like a paramedic would have right so that makes right. sense so i did that for a little bit um out in the field like on the ambulance um Dang, but then it has to be recently, so crazy like the shit you come across and whatnot has to be wild doing that shit it was wild it's like bosh over there. yeah, I've, well, yeah. I've been on the ambulance a few times where i fucking had a well i've only been on the ambulance once or twice and i just remember like they picked me up i was having a severe fucking panic attack like i couldn't get myself out of it and stuff <laughs> and so i ended up calling the ambulance and by the time yeah by the time they got me on the fucking ambulance and they lay me on the the, the gurney or whatever and they're talking you know and gonna take me in and i thought the guy gave me something like because i thought he had gave me something or whatever because i'm like i asked him I'm like did you give me something because my arms and legs just went dead and what yeah, had happened like, is my heart rate got no. so high i guess that i wasn't really pumping blood or anything you know what i'm saying so yeah. then at that point he gets on the phone and he like calls ahead and they fucking hit it and get there bro when i walked in there i know i've never been on an ambulance before i come in there there's like six or seven motherfuckers just waiting for me and they fucking pick me up throw me on another fucking bed throw they an IV in me and shoot. Literally. yeah they well they they, <laughs> they know what's going on so they fucking well because i told them you know and and so as soon as i get there they throw the IV in me and they fucking shoot me up with something 10 minutes later i'm like fuck it i'm ready to go home <laughs> yeah because they yep. whatever they shot me up yeah. with killed that killed it instantly you know yeah and so my dad and everybody come down by the time mm -hmm. they got down there i'm like shit i'm fine now you know i so <laughs> i actually but that was scary shit i couldn't move my legs most. or arms because i they just went dead i wild. have a similar story to that and it's literally <laughs> it's so embarrassing honestly <laughs> because this was right after i had left my job on the ambulance um and i was looking to i was transitioning into an in-hospital job because i wanted to do i wanted to experience working like with the nurses and the doctors and i was moving to like a more advanced cardiac unit and i wanted right. it was like a step down from the icu so it was like an, another experience that was going to be really good for me and um every i don't know like i i think everybody knows that like 
addiction, like drug use, alcohol, all that kind of stuff is very prevalent in EMS because you are dealing with a lot of traumatic shit that necessarily a lot of people like don't seek help with. And so I would say during that time, like I was pretty heavily smoking weed, like, and I have been for, I would say like since I was 15, it's been a pretty major part of my life, just like coping with trauma, I think. Um, And it was just definitely something that's held me back I feel like in some ways because I feel like in a way that it like I feel like I need it in some ways in my life I feel like you know it it keeps me going in a way but at other times and like I don't want to have that feeling but at the same time it's like I don't have I don't do anything else I don't do any other drugs I don't drink alcohol like my mom is an alcoholic so that whole part of my life is very like sensitive and I just don't want to partake in that. So I'm like, I'm still young. Like, is it okay? Like, right. I often have that conflict. And so I just wanted I to get your guys' opinion that. on that. You I know? have the same I have the same battles. Um, because well, for one, like, um I I battled with the like if I like weed or don't like weed and stuff like that, um, a lot. And a lot of that stems from my anxiety because sometimes it will cause me to have anxiety at the same time. Sometimes it will help me to relax and not have anxiety. So it, I've battled that part of it back and forth, which has got a lot easier now that it's legal, but it's still not perfect. So <clears throat> there's a lot of times where I'm, I go through periods where I'm smoked up 24 seven, like yeah, I'm not like blasted out of my mind, but I'm, I'm smoked to where, like there's no point in my day. As soon as I wake up with my coffee, I smoke. Um, I probably yeah, watch him at lunch. I lunch <laughs> I smoke right after I get off. You know, I smoke and, and then I go home and I get on stream and I smoke and mm-hmm. and then there's other times like where like in my age I battle it with my kids as well. You know what I'm saying? I have three mm-hmm. kids and some they're my two oldest ones now both smoke. You know, and so I battle it like that. You know, am I was I the best parent I could have been and shit? You know, like. Um, mm-hmm. not that it's not that it's a terrible, I don't even want to call it a drug anymore, honestly, but yeah, um, I have battled that a lot. And even now I have a younger kid and I still smoke, you know, and I, and I have all these different issues with anxiety and stuff and I battle that as well. So I yeah. kind of get where you're coming from because there's, and there's also times too, where I feel like I could accomplish a lot more if I didn't smoke all the time, because I'm already a tired kind of person a lot of times with health yeah, stuff for, and whatnot. And so I, there's sometimes I've, I've thought about, well, man, if I, if wonder if I didn't smoke, if I'd have more, you know, if I could get more done, get more energy and shit, you know? So I've, I've had a lot yeah. of different battles with it like that. And I think when it comes right down to it, I've just decided to where like, there's certain times I want to smoke. And if I don't want to smoke, I don't smoke. And it's, it's not such a big deal anymore. Like it's, it's I've kind of come to terms with it not being, I don't even look like I said, I don't want to call it a drug because I don't feel like it is a drug anymore. I feel like it's, uh, I don't know, almost like a tool to me anyway, where I can use it. Like if I'm having some anxiety and I feel like I'm in the right space and it might help me out, then I can use it. If I don't want to smoke, I don't fucking smoke, you know, I'm just, I just, yeah. See, to me, it's medicine. That's the thing. Like, I yeah, he has no choice right now. Yeah, like I, I stay pretty, pretty smoked up a lot, twenty four seven at this point. It's just I have really severe Crohn's disease and a bad hernia that I'm waiting on a surgery and a pinched nerve. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. So when it comes down to like, I about two hours ago, I smoked a blunt by myself to just to try to get deal with some of the pain to be able to sit down with you guys and do this. I didn't work at all last week because I was just it was too much. Like I couldn't even yeah. get out of bed without feeling nauseous. So when it comes down to it, 
I I can't see that it's a bad thing if it's the only thing that you're doing and if you're doing it for the right reasons. If you're doing it just to hang yeah. out and whatever, I'm good with that. Like it's not well, I'm not I mean, saying that it's only medicine, but if you're doing with it to to cope with things, identify what you're coping with and do the right use the right strains to to go with it. Because when I would just smoke yeah. and do whatever I wanted, I would deal with a bunch of issues right. that I didn't want to deal with. Now that I've gotten down so far as to say, okay, I need a can, I need a flower about twenty-two to twenty-four percent THC. Mm-hmm. That's for my tolerance. Then I need these specific terpenes because these are the ones that help me do this. And like, I didn't eat for three days last week because I was so sick. I had to go buy some different flour, and I was able to eat for the first time. Right. In in like three yeah. days at that point. So if you are doing it for, for medical reasons or to cope with something and whether it's anxiety or whatever, I don't care. Whatever it is, do some research to figure out what works for you and, and keep and, and pay attention. Like I've pretty smoked heavily for five years. Um yeah. four or five years, like flour, vapes, waxes, anything you can get your hands on, I've done, edibles. I'm just getting a grasp on what terpenes I do well with that do well for certain things. So keep paying attention. Don't be stupid and take so much time like I did. Cause if I would have had this kind of knowledge three years ago, I would maybe be in a better situation now. So that's, well, yeah. And that's the good thing about it becoming legal and stuff too, is that you yeah. have the opportunity to fucking yeah, go through God. all that and experiment. I literally have just like a drive through my house. Somebody. And to be honest with you, <laughs> if it, if, yeah, all right. I yeah, I got like three blocks from me. I can just I can be there in less than five minutes, you know, and pick up whatever yeah. the fuck I want. But yeah, nowadays too, that I'm another thing I'm thankful for is that for one, like you said, for like for my issues or who, who everybody's issues, your issues for pain tolerance and whatever you're dealing with, uh, you you get to research all that or you can research all that, which I need to do more of because I still don't fucking know what terpenes necessarily work for me. I just try <laughs> to get a fifty fifty kind of deal where it's you know sativa indica 50 50 and i think i'll be all right for the most See, that's part the thing. You, if you were to but pay it's not attention always to the, the case so that's yeah. the thing if you were not paying attention yeah. to the terpenes you may it's it's a gamble and if yeah. you're using a, a different kind because you can have let's say like um was it mining carafiline and uh what's another one just those two if you have one in greater concentration to the other it does a completely different thing for you so like have, yeah. filing heavy and then mining and limonene for me is perfect. So you got to know which right. the, the orders and and what the the percentages you can do. It's all like it, we make fun of the people that talk about like the essential oils. That's what terpenes mm-hmm. are is essential oils. It's like we've been right. using I've been using them for years like for like oils and stuff my wife uses she's a hippie. But Hippies. It's the same exact thing yeah. with ter- in 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 cannabis though. It's all terpenes yeah. that react to your body. It's all natural medicine. So yeah, cool. I, was I think gonna- that like I'm definitely like more educated on the medical side of it. Like I definitely understand that. I think for me, it's more just because it is such a new like concept, especially for me and my family, because I came from like a really conservative like oh. background. <laughs> that same. Yeah, that like my sister oh, yeah. literally is what 11 months older than me, so we're basically the same age. And like, I, I don't know, it's just this like, no, we are, yeah. <laughs> and she's amazing, so but she kind of like pioneered and took me along, and it was just kind of like interesting because growing up, I was like always seen as like the more 
I don't know, like kind of had my shit together, like wouldn't do anything bad, like you know, straight A's in school type yeah, of. Yeah, I wish student. I knew what it I was felt a like very, to have my like, shit together. I've never had my shit together. Personality, and right. my sister was the complete opposite, which was completely like she has her own strengths right in her in that way because she was like more sociable like her social skills are just amazing she can talk she can sell she's a great business lady like she's everything and I think that she would like take me along like she would like tell my like grandparents like we would always go go do shit in high school and she would tell my grandparents oh like I'm taking Darcy and like we would like go and like tell them we were going to the movies or something and like they would always believe us because i was going (laughs) and then little did i know right right doing some crazy shit and like i'm honestly like thank god that i feel like i got my crazy shit out of me when i was young because i feel like i would have literally been in such like such bad trouble slash in way worse like conditions if it, i would have go- right. gone through it at my age now be- which i feel like is a typical age that people go through that shit but like i went through it so early maybe i don't know if it was just my the area that i live in it was prevalent during that time i was just young i was going to frat yeah, parties when i was 15 you know like i yeah. was in the mix you know and i don't know it was just crazy i'd be but... so afraid now like i i don't know how i i'm honestly i don't know how old you are and stuff but i like i'd be i'm 42 I'm right so i'm oh. I'm 42 so like when you were going yeah. through all that stuff like even now like when i was going through things and i was doing my crazy shit and all that which i still do a little bit of crazy shit but yeah there was not the you fear of, you are boring as like, hell <laughs> yeah right well i am boring, now, yeah, for the most part boring yeah for the most part <laughs> But uh, I'm glad to be nowadays, motherfucker. But yeah. you know, back then when so I was doing all that running and doing stupid. shit, man, you didn't have to worry about fucking fentanyl and a bunch of other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I could go, I could go buy my whatever I wanted to fucking buy, and I didn't have to worry about testing it or maybe possibly dying or some shit. So like, that's what right. I worry about with my kids because I have a 18 and 17 year old right now, mm-hmm. and like I'm they're always like right told them the I'm like, just stay yep. the fuck away from that shit, you know? And they're like, yeah. we know, we know, because they've had friends that have yeah. passed and stuff in high school and whatnot. But like, that's what I was getting back to, like with the legalization on, on one to let you kind of learn and investigate and stuff. But then I know that I'm getting something that's sealed package. It's not going to have me fucked with. Yep. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable just going and buying baggies from a fucking homeboy no, down the street. I or, you know what I'm saying? That that's like the great thing. I don't of think I could do it now legalized, especially here. And I think that my time was especially in my town i think it was just the right time it was i feel like it was the last phase of really feeling like we could go to a friend or go right. down the street and get something and it was okay like there's a guy that literally like lived five down like five houses down from me that i would just like walk into his garage and just like take shit because i was like right. it was there and it was available and like i trusted it you know and but i think that once i phased out of that and that legalization happened and i was like oh i'm never doing that because i started realizing like my friends were dying you know like this shit was like we have a really bad fentanyl problem in my area and at that point i think it was just the perfect timing i had just turned the legal age to be able to start buying it myself from like a dispensary you know and it just so happens i live in a really great area that really supports that you know like legalization of it so i've had a really great experience with it but 
I mean, it is scary for a lot of people that don't have that in their states because they are getting it from unsafe places. Yeah. And, you know, you just never know. We just lost. A, well, I, I say we um, I say we because of my job. But one of our coworkers just passed not too long ago. He got hooked on some st- on pills and he'd been doing it for a long time, but he got away from him and just really got a hold of him finally. And he ended up getting some bad shit. No deed. And that was it. So yeah. he was younger than I am, you know, mid thirties, had a wife and yeah. kid. And it, unfortunately he was already getting, you know, it already taken him to the point of where they were getting a divorce and had got a divorce and everything. Cause he just got so strung out, you know, and it yeah. cost him his job where we've been, you know, he'd been his, his job working with us for about 10 years, cost him that. And then shortly after he lost his job, he ended up getting some bad shit and they found him dead. That was it. Checked yeah. out. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's such crazy. a scary deal nowadays. So. Hey, we went down a we went down a fucking path here. And we went down a path we haven't even talked about. I told you have no idea where we'll go with this. Shit. We just we just know. Know. We never knew. It's just a conversation's all it is, and like getting to know who you are, and then just and talking about yeah. it. That's no, yeah, I love that's it. Crazy. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. I think just being genuine and having just a you know a good conversation is the best way to go sometimes when it's too structured it's sometimes nice to have like an idea or something you want to talk about but at the same time like you know sometimes when you do have a structure it's like oh do i have to prep like do you want me do i'm gonna like research there's literally no structure here at all so (laughs) we prepped when we first started this stuff and it was i I, I listened um, to a few of your episodes yeah we tried to at first yeah we were like have notes wrote down and i'm like bro i can't do that like I'm literally just I'm I live on the fly. Like if I have to plan or think about yeah. something too much, then I freak the fuck out. It's just the way my yeah. fucking brain works. So I don't want to think I'm the about planner. it. Like I just want to yeah, fucking I, show up, that's, just like I we try. do. And say hey, how are you? And get the fuck started. That's like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Honestly, like, that's how I operate. Just like so. you do, asshole. Like I. That's I what think, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I spend weeks well, I cultivating relationships to get people on this and stuff. Not me. <laughs> Hey, but that was our agreement from the beginning, I'm motherfucker. A, oh, no, no. It, this was. This so, was my idea to do. I, I get that, and I love my, my part of it. I have a I have a question. What, uh, like, with your smoking and whatnot, have you run into issues as far as with the, the job stuff and all that? Do they, because with <gasps> testing and shit? Yeah. Or how's that work? It's... Right. It's been a little bit of a journey with me because I feel like I'm in that weird place where... I feel like I'm in that age group where almost my colleagues and my, like the people that I work with professionally can almost be like managers or be in charge of things, if that makes sense. Right. And I feel, but I feel like we're not quite there yet. We still have that generation that is very much like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting because I, I feel like that's what I'm working through a lot right now, especially trying to find what kind of job and what, lifestyle i want to live because i feel like i kind of was in that part of my life where my my mom and my grandparents didn't have the opportunity to go to college or go to school at all and so they really pushed that like for me because they saw with their generation how they were missing out on things because they didn't do that and though i'm grateful that that happened i feel like i was kind of pushed into figuring something out when i was 18 years old or when right, i was 19 yeah. years old and they were like oh like you still have time like it's fine but, so young but, at that age like when i like looking back yeah. now like i see my kids 18 and 17 and i'm like dude you're babies yeah <laughs> you know what i'm like, saying like having that it, expectation it, of like crazy 
picking a career and sticking with it for the rest of your life because I did come from a conservative background like that was the expectation and, and it is it is the expectation I still and I'm still working with with that side of my family but I feel right. like as I'm getting older and I'm going through the process I'm realizing that like that the traditional lifestyle the traditional like find a career and stick with it for the rest of your life is not like what is happening anymore and it's not well, that what I feel like is going kid, to happen I've, right. I've been in my job about so... 20 years and every day I'm like, damn, I wish I wouldn't have been like, I understand yeah. it's, it's, I had, I got tied into the kids and stuff like that, but I've been in my job 20 years now. And every time I'm like, man, if I would have just like yeah. branched out and maybe explored more jobs and, and really, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I've wasted a lot of time just sitting I'm on my same third career job. though. And I'm going to tell you, I would rather have went your route than my, than my route. I yeah, was in the army and... they got did the car business and got out that car business, went to insurance and the call centers. And now I'm doing what I do. Like as, a, as someone that did jump around and did like try to figure out where I was, I'm still not happy in a fucking job. So it's not like, yeah. it, it's not like the, the harder you look, That's the better it's going to get. It. It's still, it, you make good money. It's a job. You can deal with it. You you, you, when you walk out of there, you don't think about shit that goes along with that place. And to me, that's a blessing. Because there's too many people that right. walk away from their job every day and have to take that stress home and to deal with that stress day in yeah. day out, twenty four seven. So, yeah, I, I know, but I, it's a. I I work from the time I clock in to the time I clock out, and I ain't doing shit else, motherfuckers. That's why I <laughs> left. That's why I left like the EMS and the medical, like clinical side of it, because it very much was like my entire life. If that makes yeah. sense, it was. I work. 12 hour shifts a minimum of three days a week and it's not just 12 hours it's like 12 hours with a 30 minute break but you're usually staying at least 13 or 13 and a half hours because right. you know you never get out on time or you get called to something else and you can't just leave a call when you get to clock out you have to stay what? and then go <laughs> when home. you were doing yeah, all that shit during the fucking COVID clean. time too right yeah, yeah exactly it was just Whoa. like very much like i hadn't even thought about that hit. during the COVID shit man that had to be rough like through all right. that and at the time, I'm still full-time in school, so I'm working a full-time job doing full-time school, and I'm going to mm -hmm. class to get an advanced, like, certification for another, like, EMS degree. So it's like, there's just so much going on in my life at that time, and so I just decided that, you know, along with the trauma of seeing shit for the first time and, like, realizing what life really is for most people, like, it's like... I also you had to take that deep home with me there. every night. You know what I'm yeah. saying? One thing I've noticed was like... at very, very young age. I was 18 years old when all of this was happening Ooh. to me. So it was like, like when you're talking about the school and the workload and everything. I, I have a yeah. I have an ex that kind of went through some of that, and we were split up at the time, but I was still talking to her. And a lot of that, and I was surprised. I guess I'm not surprised, but a lot of those nurses, including her, had had started taking like Adderall and shit like that to be able to yeah. fucking focus yeah. and learn the shit she needed to learn. And it's like, and then meth. Insane because she, she, she felt like she didn't have a choice. Like she wasn't gonna be able. to. She's like, without this, I can't. I can't keep up. You know, and she can't. Yeah. So yeah. Got to and where that's she... like on top of that that same feeling that I have that I experienced with the same thing that she felt but I now have my like bachelor's degree my undergrad degree and my advanced degree is a public health degree so I'm supposed to be educating people not to be taking these drugs in a wrong way to be taking care of their mental health to be right. being healthy so it's like I'm in this weird combination of trying to figure out like especially with you know 
being this person, I'm probably the only person in all of my classes that literally smokes every single day. That's just like also trying to that probably has that mindset that like I'm I'm you know what I'm saying? No, I would be surprised, but at the same time, like I don't know. There's there's only eight people in my classes right now. Right. Well I feel there are people in my family that still don't know that I smoke. Yeah, yeah. Everybody I mean, knows same. I do now, but I, I growing up, yeah, I, I had to hide it for years and years. That. Even after past eighteen, nineteen, and stuff, I had to hide I it because it's like all illegal. I do, but I don't think mm-hmm. I really do very much with like my, you know, I don't really think I do actually. I think I phased out of that, but I did when I was fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You know, right, right. So. I don't know. I don't hide it. It's I'm just, glad to see that. It's, it. I'm, I'm so glad to see the route that the smoking and stuff is taken because it's becoming much more socially acceptable. I just wish. Yeah. Once we get rid of like our the generation above us, unfortunately, yes, they think, get rid like, of. But once that once all those guys are out of of government and things like that, and even like the employers, managers, and shit, like in the regular, like my boss right now is weed's terrible you know blah 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 blah. like i yep. still think i would get fired like i'm afraid if i drop dirty or something like they would still fire me for it and that's something we've dealt with with the podcast and our style of streaming because i smoke on stream we have a fucking podcast where we smoke yeah. on and stuff and so it's just kind of hush hush it's not talked about around my job mm-hmm. like i know they know of things but it's it's not because they can't do anything it's in still really all your private hush, hush life, because but... yeah yeah yeah, so and I I have I'll be had glad once it becomes oh, once we get over that. this next hump, you know, and hopefully it goes yeah. on to the next level where it just becomes like if you want to fucking smoke, I would much rather you fucking smoke. Like I told my kids, I'd much rather you sit at home yeah. and fucking smoke a joint than fucking go out drinking and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even if you yeah. go out, I'd still rather you smoke a joint than go and fucking go out drinking and shit. I mean, it's just it's much easier on your body. It's 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 yeah. I don't know. Nothing good to me. Nothing good comes from alcohol. I mean, yeah, it's, and it's in the long run, the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I have a great time, but like... I do a bunch of shit that I wouldn't do if I wasn't drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I get drunk, I'm doing, I'm having a great fucking time, but it's not me. You know, that's not. I'm yeah. doing shit that I wouldn't normally do if it if I wasn't drunk off my ass. So. Yeah, like, but I, I had to put like, my pants down and dancing in front of the camera. Oh, sorry. Jobs and like, um, I guess like the smoking. If I've had issues with that, I guess I have. Like prior to when I was in the medical field, right. I it was just I was in the beginning. Like, I don't know. I was working in a warehouse, and I was like, at the time, I was obviously still smoking like on the weekends and like in my own times or whatever. But really, I was still like okay, I'm not going to do it at work, you know, that kind of a vibe. And I was really like with that, I was okay with that because I really, you know, liked the balance of what I was doing. But um, I had just got into researching about just like CBD, like pre-rolls. And there was like, um, like I had found like a farm that was kind of close to me that had like no THC. It was just a CBD type of situation. And I was like, okay, I'm interested in that because I honestly was like tired of, I wanted to try and see if I can phase out of smoking like weed in general and just go more right. of a CBD route. If see if that was for me, and um, I did find that you know I did enjoy it and I could do it like on the day to day because it wasn't messing with my mental. It was like I was still very clear. I was just overall my anxiety was just like I was just calm. Like I was just like right. I was just okay with things, you know. And prior to that, it was like I do struggle That's with anxiety CBD. and depression and. <laughs> 
you know like I was chilling and there was one day that I went to the warehouse and I had just smoked a CBD like joint like probably an hour and a half before I went to work and I rolled into work and they I had of course it was the day that I forgot my badge so I had to like walk through the oh, office shit. I had to get <laughs> figures and this guy had like opened the door and you know me I was just like I'm just gonna walk through and just like go about my day you know right <laughs> sure you are yeah and so I did I was and he was and he had stopped me and he's like what's your name and I was like Darcy and he was like where do you work and I was like oh like outside in the like yard because at the time I was a dispatcher for like trucks like all the warehouse trucks and everything and he was like okay have a great day and I was like okay <laughs> and so I like walked in my merry way and I like clocked in <laughs> so, thank you. and then like 30 minutes later my like manager's manager's manager <laughs> like outside of my little shack that I sat outside and he was like and I was like, come here. And I was like, okay. And he comes over to me and he's like, somebody complained that you smelt like weed. Oh, what a, like, what a, what a dick. What a fucking. Like, <laughs> I don't know who that was. I'd fucking smack the shit out of him. Man, snitch ass it. motherfucker. <laughs> Literally. And so at the time, like this guy was probably like in his like mid forties, I would say. And I had literally like stared into his eye and i told him i smoked a cbd joint before i came into work today but it doesn't have thc in it so right that's the tea like i was just i was being honest i was like at Dude, this point, i get like, fucked up i'll walk into my job and then i'll start working and shit next thing you know one of my coworkers comes over we wear these like polo collared shirts and they embroidered with the, the logo on one side and all that and be like hey bud your shirt's on inside out <laughs> like damn it not again you know or i'll show up to fucking work and start fucking working like i did the other day i show up to fucking work i'm fucking uh. Anyway, so I show up to fucking work, and I clock in, I start working, I look down, and I got a fucking Death Row shirt on. I didn't put my work <laughs> shirt on. I was wearing I was wearing a Death Row record shirt working, like, and I'm like, fuck. At least I'm here, bitch. So I have to like... go into my boss and be like, hey, you got a fat boy shirt laying around here somewhere so I can fucking get dressed, you know? And he just shakes his head like, so I know they fucking know, bro. But Literally. I've done that a few times. And I've done that a few times where I show up with a polo shirt uh, on inside out. <laughs> oh, my Literally, God. I thought like... I was the only one that wear my shirt inside out my wife oh, messes with me no. so bad I'll, I'll like i just don't even look i don't pay attention i just put the shirt on and walk out like if i'm not yeah, going out in public it, man it's early I i'm say that asleep, though. getting dressed fucking i say yeah, that, i've done it in public and, too i don't so. know this the story just gets like kind of uh, insane because he was like okay i'm gonna like need you to come into the office um we're gonna like have someone come like drug test you and if you pass like oh you're good to go God. and if you don't like we're gonna have to have a conversation and i'm just like it's like i literally was like do you are you even educated like i literally sat down with this man i'm like do you, you understand nothing, that bro. like that it doesn't have thc in it like it's not gonna come up on the drug test but like I was low key freaking the fuck out because I still smoke regularly every other night and on the weekend. Didn't smoke then, <laughs> so, right? Well, and that's so fucked up too because it's not like 
I mean, I understand like if you're a maybe a doctor, like whatever or something. But like if you're like where you were saying at that point, you were working in a little like dispatch deal or something. I'm like, come on, like me, I sell twenty dollars an hour, bitch. I I sling, I sling truck parts, dude. Like I can fucking, I've done it for so long, I can do that shit with my fucking eyes closed. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, if I want to fucking come in there and smoke a goddamn joint, like leave me the fuck alone. I'm still making you money. I'm still fucking cashing. I showed up, did I not? Checks for you guys and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just doing it. Having this conversation with this, like, with my manager's manager's manager at this oval table in a little office, he's sitting there, we're waiting for the drug test people to come, and he's trying to sit there with this other, with my other manager, so there's two managers and me, and they were waiting for, obviously, the drug test lady to come, and um, they were like literally shooting the shit talking about how they used to come to work high and they're like oh we get it like we understand like we used to do that shit all the time Uh and i was just like well then why are you being a bitch and calling these motherfuckers (laughs) in here to test me then what the fuck so what am i doing here thankfully well not thankfully thankfully but not thankfully thankfully at the time i was going through like a really like crazy healthy stage of life and i was drinking a gallon of water a day and like going to the gym six days a week and i was literally paying out the fucking asshole and so this drug this lady came and she's like okay we're gonna take the drug test and she was like watching me pee kind of she was like she had the door cracked i wouldn't say she was like watching me but she had the door cracked she was like right there you know and i like sit there and i'm like okay i need to like pass this drug test because like i low-key need this job i was living by myself paying like my own all my own bills i was working full-time i was going right. to school full-time yeah. like i really did not have yeah. Yeah. i really Life. did not have the chance yeah. to like fuck this one up and so i was sitting there and i was like i remember like i've taken so many drug tests and i was like sitting there like filter like almost filtering my pee like i was like like okay the key is that you pee like the first part of the stream the concentrated part and then you, you catch the <laughs> right. middle part and then you pee the rest of it out right but you don't add the toilet water because they test the temperature so you don't do that yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I buy thankfully yeah, my pee was literally clear thank god because i was a healthy girl drinking a gallon of water a day and she <laughs> so then i gave it to her i like signed the shit and everything and they're like okay we'll call you when we get the test results back then you but for now you're going to be on like a a work suspension like you can't come back until we get the test good lord bro that's just so crazy but they're like we're gonna pay you like we'll pay you while you're out and i'm like okay period oh yeah that's the case fuck i'm gonna go home and smoke a joint (laughs) peace i'm going to get high (laughs) literally so they're like it should this was on a this was on a thursday and they're like it should be by monday so it's like great i at least have like the weekend i don't have to show up i'm like this is great i'm like but i was still like anxious about the test result oh yeah so about three days go by and i didn't hear from them and i was like okay i'm gonna wait four days because i'm like i'm a i'm on the clock you know I'm right. getting paid. Yeah, fuck it. If you're getting paid, who cares? Thirty yeah. days later. Right. Oh darn, punish me. So, <laughs> so a week goes by and I call my I call them back and I'm like, hey, I haven't heard about my drug test results. Like, what's going on? And they're like, Oh, we haven't heard back from them yet either. So just like don't go back into work until you hear back from them. And I'm like, Okay. So Done. another week goes by and I'm like Okay, what the so, fuck? Hell uh, yeah. Shit. So paid I vacation in this motherfucker. I was calling. 
So I called them again, and they're like, "Um, so this has been it has been three weeks at this point since I had originally taken the test." And they're like, we got a call back from the test um, place, and the test came back inconclusive. So you're allowed to return to work. (laughs) I'd be like, but do I have to? Can y'all just keep fucking paying me? At this time, though, I was so fucking pissed off at them because two days, not even two days, the next day that I didn't show up to work when I was supposed to come to work because I was, you know, like on that like leave everybody the entire warehouse had already been talking about what happened to me because i feel like like i'm a pretty like i move around i have a lot of like i know like i know a lot of people at the time i was like a little butterfly you know so when they were like oh where is she like my manager manager who was in the conference room with me had told everybody that i had gotten fired and that because i had failed the drug test so he motherfucker So Jesus. I and the reason I knew that because my cousin worked at the same warehouse doing the same job with me. I worked with her. She had called me saying that he was going around everyone telling me that I was fired and that I wasn't going to return and that we needed to find somebody else. And so when I got a call saying, "Oh, you can go back to your job," like I literally looked at them and I was like, "I'm not going back." I'm like, "Fuck you," because you guys literally told me that I didn't have my job when you didn't believe me about my test that right. I told you that I would pass. <laughs> you so, didn't pass. <laughs> you didn't it was pass. inconclusive. That's that, a pass. That's true. That's a pass. Had, Good enough. It's a, Shit. It's a. It's called a false positive. Is what it is. Or false negative. I mean. Good enough. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna I, say too much, but I had a. I had, I had a test. You know, at one point or another, and I bought the fucking. I spent like what is it, thirty five or forty bucks on this fucking monkey pee. It actually has a monkey on the box and all that shit. Oh, and you just put a fucking, yeah. it's got a little stick on fucking warmer and you put it in the waist of your fucking pants and go in and use that shit. Fucking no problem at all. It works like a charm. Yeah, they have so yeah I've thought about too. smuggling. Yeah, that's what this yeah. is. It's synthetic <laughs> urine is all it is. So that's, but I think that's what it, I did. They've gotten so good. Yeah, it like, works. I, I mean, it works. I don't know. So I would love so, to try. Uh, I think I have really been, bad we've been, we've been talking for almost an hour and we haven't even talked about your streaming stuff. How, uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's been amazing. But how, so uh, through all this in the school and stuff, how do you find or how did you come across the, the, the I guess, the want and the time to, to start your streaming stuff? Yeah, so streaming came to me. Um, I started back in June of 2023, actually, <laughs> like literally six months yeah. ago, seven months ago. Nice. Um, I honestly, it was in a time of my life where I was really just unhappy. I didn't really know what was going on with my life because I still had a year of grad school left. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was having a lot of like personal like trauma going on currently but also going through a lot of reliving like childhood drama at the time right and i just really needed like a hobby i didn't have anything that i was like looking forward to every day i didn't have a way to like socialize because my entire life was work school and continuing education for whatever certificate i was doing i've always just been like so focused and i just needed like something to like be social but also not because through working in ems and through all of my experiences i've developed like really major bad like anxiety depression i was yeah. diagnosed with adhd and ptsd like I've six got, months ago I so, had childhood trauma that i've dealt with yeah. my whole life so i get I've, PT, I've had ptsd since i was 15 and it still fucks with me. i'm 42 and it still fucks with me yeah so I and get it just, it. i mean even just talking about it it like it 
you know, boils a little bit, you know, it's still very much there. But I think that that really came out of something because I was like, I just wanted to have friends. Honestly, I didn't have anybody. My sister at the time, like, um, is happy in a relationship. All my cousins have like relationships. My grandparents are, you know, older. Like my mom's like at her job full time. Like I really like was by myself and going through this whole like college experience and grad school experience like by myself because no one else in my family has ever like done that either, let right. alone like work in the medical field or work in emergency at all. So all of that was just like new to me. And so I ended up, (laughs) I bought my first PC and my whole setup in one sit because I sold. shit. I ended up selling. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I ended up, okay. Here's the tea, sisters. Here's the tea. I ended up. (laughs) I ended up making, okay, because I have like severe, like, ADHD and like I'm just impulsive like I just like love a little drama effect you know I end up like going through a motorcycle phase like last and I bought a motorcycle and I I've rode thousands and thousands we, of miles I, on motorcycles yeah, we, we, so. we all ride so you're you're among yeah. friends I don't have one now though so yeah and my my grandpa rides and my my uncle rides just like a lot of the male figures in my family like do and so it was something that i grew up like riding on the back of my grandpa's and so my i was just something i was like okay bitch i just want to have like a hot bike so i bought leather right now oh sorry sorry (laughs) my bad i bought a 2016 kawasaki ninja And it was like my little bitch bike, you know, it was my first bike. I was so happy. And honestly, I realized that it was just like not the best investment because I live in a state that snows in my area seven months out of the year. So I never was confident as a new rider to ride it. And so I was just like, fuck the bike. It was sitting in my car. It was sitting in my garage for like six months. I'm like, fuck the bike. I'm going to sell the bike. I made like what four or five grand off of it. Like after selling it. And I was like, okay, shit. Like I'm just going to like buy a whole setup and like go right into it. And that's what I did. And I, it was just like kick had just was out for what six months at the time it was like something right. like, yeah. Yeah, i don't know yeah. maybe eight months i've been, I've I been on it. it it came out a couple months before i started and i'll tell you right now i got a marky mark resubbed mm-hmm. and it was seven months so i've yeah, been on months it seven is... months so it's probably been out about nine or ten months so yeah it took me and... a little bit i was on twitch for years and then i finally I switched over it. to kick recently yeah and so i just i i remember like growing up like going through the social media like era because i mean i was 12 when like instagram and snapchat came out like if i was face. like you shut your I'm not even face joking. right I'm now god damn i, was 11, I feel 12 years old <laughs> damn so you woman no. i was like the i feel like i was like that like young first young generation to really be able because i had like an iphone when i was like 13 14 years old like right. i was like in that first generation of like social media but it wasn't like it wasn't like a point where it was a career at all nobody was making money like it was just like i was posting like the first instagram picture i posted was literally a picture of my dc like chunky ass colorful shoe that i bought when i was like 11 (laughs) i don't know it was literally it was so cringy but i remember growing up and now being like 
in high school like realizing that people can make money off of it and it can be a career that I wanted to find an a site or an app that was I wanted to hop on when it was new and I was waiting for that opportunity because I remember like I felt like I missed out on that like through the twitch thing like it I yeah, just wasn't I, really I've like got that feeling too because you're coming into it so late into the game there's already the people that are big are already big and, and it's I wasn't know. even into gaming like I didn't even watch anybody like I literally like I I maybe watched like youtube i watched um what i don't know i was really into minecraft when i was a kid like jericho and like syndicate like minecraft like gaming and that's what i watched i didn't get into twitch like i I wasn't like i missed that phase somehow and when i thought about my way to get into social media i was like i feel like gaming would just be the best thing for me because I feel like I'm pretty sociable in terms of I I do like having conversations I like picking people's brains and I think I can have pretty I feel like I can relate to a lot of people in different ways and so I think that was really my entry and I just honestly when I saw kick buy anything yet I didn't like know if it was something I wanted to do and I didn't know if it was going to be something that was sustainable that it was going to just go away or something you know that was going to stay so once I saw that people were hyping it up a little bit and they're like guys you got to get on here like ASAP I was like okay this is my time this is the new site this is when I need to enter and that's what I did it was June 2023 (laughs) what are you uh what are you playing currently um, I mainly play. Well, oh my God, Power World has taken over. It has, yeah. Uh, people <sighs> have been life. talking to me about it, and I've just, I, I, I yes. the Pokemon stuff was all my younger brother. Like I have a nine year old or a nine year younger brother, and that, like, like during that era, that was the whole Pokemon thing and stuff, and I, I missed it completely. So Power World has, has not sparked anything with me, but I know it is fucking huge right now. And isn't yeah. it somewhat similar I... to? I hear they're getting like sued. a Pokemon type of thing, or yeah, I oh, heard really? they're getting sued by uh, oh, Pokemon. Like, yeah, yeah but it's that I, it's way too close, right here. I honestly don't know anything about Pokemon. I missed that whole really? thing too. Okay, like, so I am, you're right there with me. Then <laughs> I came from like a, like my introduction to gaming was like one of my mom's ex-husband's xbox 360 like call of duty when i was eight years old just like probably inappropriate shouldn't be playing it but for some reason i was and i liked it but i was just screaming the whole time because i was scared (laughs) i was hiding (laughs) but i still wanted to play and so that interest peaked but then like as as i got older and realized like um i could there were games that could interest me in my own hobby which i still like because it is kind of like I do like playing, I do play COD, but it is kind of just like a trauma memory. I don't know. It's just like this weird thing with my childhood. I'm like, I remember being this age and like that connection because I don't really remember a lot from my childhood, but I do remember playing video games on my I feel like I don't remember a lot either, honestly. Husband's couch. Yeah, we grew up in gaming. (laughs) Like gaming's been a thing for us like ever since growing up. But we, of course, like I said, we're a lot older. So like it was from the very beginning of of gaming like i came in at the end of atari and the beginning of nes so it was like completely watching like through our my lifetime so far the complete scale of the way games have changed and i haven't insane. been a gamer my whole life you know i've went years and years and didn't play any games and shit like that the way tech but i've is, always oh been known God. of it and you mm-hmm. go from like fucking atari and nes to what it is now when they're coming out with this new fucking unreal engine and shit and you're like 
bro. Yeah. Like that stuff is fucking so, wild. I think that that's where my interest in gaming <clears throat> is. It's like I am. I think we're interested in the technology and the advancement of the future and the potential of that, I think. But I do enjoy the games, obviously. Like I, But I, I'm not like, I don't have a history or a background in ga- like a lot of gaming and that kind of stuff. It just wasn't part right. of my childhood because I, I didn't have access to that. We, I grew up very like poor. I had a little like Game Boy and a Nintendo. Like right. that was my little Nintendo dogs was like really all I had. <laughs> <laughs> and my Mario Kart, and I loved it. I did appreciate Fucking it. Mario but Kart, there you go. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, like now, I feel like I'm happy that that happened to me because I'm able to experience these games as an adult, yeah. and it's now become a hobby for me to try games that I've never tried before because I don't have any like history. Like I, I didn't keep up like social media games. I don't like know anything really in the gaming world. So it's just been right. something that's been fun for me to also like meet really awesome people that can relate to that but it's and i think it's fun to have a new person experience something especially like if you guys play games with like new people that have never played that game it is fun to have a different dynamic in there but i think that that's where my connection is yeah yeah daisy yeah 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 so power has been the the takeover for the last like couple the last week or so but i really i do a lot of Fortnite and COD rotations and nice. Apex, I would say. Um, nice. And then I tried doing, um, I began on Minecraft. That was like my first category that I did. And I think that people really like started watching or wanting to like get involved in that because there really wasn't anybody in that era doing like a series, like a friends series. And at the time I was doing like a little like Minecraft Islands, like let's play series with some other streamers and friends. And it was like a daily thing that was occurring. And so I think that like, it was very much like story based. So like we were very much like acting through some sort of a a storyline, if that makes sense. And so I think that that's really piqued the interest of some people. And I think that that's where I was comfortable with. I don't know, because it just brought me back to playing Minecraft when I was 11, 12 years old. But since 2011 to Minecraft 2024, it's like, there's such a huge gap that I was interested. So I just started there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think my fucking thing with gaming too, and like maybe I, I mean you may be able to relate, relate as well because you've talked about the anxiety and different things like that. Is just like, and well, with the the experience and stuff in the medical field and whatnot, is that when you're playing a fucking game, like there's so much different stuff going on, especially when you're streaming and stuff that you can't really focus on anything but that. Like yeah, for the most part, when you're doing that and you're, you're dealing with, you're watching chat and you're talking to your friends in chat and, and playing the game and talking to the people in the game and so on and so forth. Like it's enough to keep your mind busy to where you're not just stuck in your head all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah, that's, and that's, no, that's, go ahead. A, that's a big thing for me is why I, I, one of the reasons anyway that I enjoy it is just for that, you know, it's, it's, it's an escape from everything to where I can, I'm focused on what i'm doing here and i'm not focused on all the bullshit that's going on up here (laughs) yeah and i think that that's where i'm like really excited to see where like things go with like vr and especially with like the i don't know if you guys heard of like apple dropping a vr headset that's going to be like insane i think it's in 2024 2025 like the end of 2024 in december but it's i i'm just so excited to see how gaming and VR are going to uh I think so 
That was a good one. <laughs> I saw the. F- I, 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 I come saw a good one. No, I saw I saw the fucking um commercial fucking for it like seven eight months ago. <laughs> I think it's just called the. I don't even know what it's called to be honest. <laughs> But Dolph's just trying to make jokes over there. He's insane. trying to do bad jokes. Is all he's doing. Oh no! I it yeah. just it, it came to me, man. That was it's a funny a one. I, mean, I was like, yeah. I don't know. The VR shit's but wild. It looks insane, and I'm really, really excited for video games to become like more realistic and more lifelike. Right. If that makes sense, because I went to I live in Nevada, but I have access, obviously, California, the coast, and a lot of tech advancements are on the coast. And I went recent, well, like maybe a couple of years ago to this VR gaming like place. And it was so fucking sick because they literally had like, I had a headset and like an actual fucking gun. It was me and my friends. We had this huge fucking room to run around in. And it was like, literally we were in the game and just like, we were, zom- we were playing zombies. We were fucking it up. Like cool. it was so fucking sick. We were jumping over each other, like running around. Like I was just so excited to like actually feel like i was fully immersed into the game and it was actually felt like i was spooked like i was screaming bitch like you better know i was on my knees i was crawling like that's awesome i was like i cannot wait until i can do something like that but in my house and i think that that's what apple's trying to offer right I've only tried VR like once and it was like it was over at my brother's house and it was a fucking boxing game and that shit was crazy, bro. I like put that <laughs> yeah. shit on and like standing there and it's like this dude across the deal. And next thing you know, it fucking rings. He starts coming at you. You're like, oh, shit. But it was really <laughs> yeah. fucking badass. Like it was cool as fuck. Yeah. So I, I would love to insane. get VR. I'm hoping at some point um, in the near future. I would future, love to start VR streaming. Like, that would be my sick. My older kids are moving out. I've got a small little, like a really small, like less than a thousand square feet, little three bedroom house. So one bedroom is more like a closet. But mm-hmm. as my older kids are getting older and they're starting to talk about, actually my, my both my older kids are talking about getting an apartment with together because nowadays it's so expensive <laughs> to fucking get one. You no, know? literally. So they're, literally. They're, they're, they're right where they're at your house. It's insane. It's insane. Well, I'm just saying, but as things go on, hopefully one day I'll have a, a fucking studio. I don't know. Room, my grandparents, and then they, I can even get some fucking VR and shit. I'd love to have that. I don't have the space. I feel like right now, but I would love to get a yeah. VR headset and like be able to experience more VR gaming and shit. So that shit was so cool. Just the boxing, and plus my my fucking ass needs to get up, and move around anyway. So that shit would be fun as hell. Just <laughs> boxing yeah. and doing that kind of stuff. It'd be, I don't know like, if I'd do it on stream, but I, it would be fun to just mess around with and have. I would pay to watch you do that on the stream. VR stuff. Yeah, Good and Lord. they're just like all the stuff they're talking about with like the metaverse and just like being able to like have like actual business transactions through a VR headset, through like almost a, an imaginary like right. world, I guess, that you can yeah. connect with anybody around the world and like actually have some sort of business transaction through like Bitcoin or through some sort of right. like. That's that? insane to me to be able to think that our what was our that? lives was it like Ready could, Player like, One. Or what in, what yeah. was that where it was like people actually living in like the the city, um, like they would actually just yeah Ready like Player One. Was that what it was, Ready Player mm-hmm. One or whatever? Yeah, that was a great. You should. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but if not, no. you should watch it because it's kind it's of about that, what you're talking. Yeah, about. it's about yes. what you're talking yeah, about, which is pretty it's, fucking cool. It's yeah, I'm Ready excited Player to one, see so. where the future goes with VR and oh, tech yeah. and stuff like that. So. Oh, yeah? Um, but I also just enjoy like honestly spacing out and hanging out with some cool people. I think like I've met some really amazing like on like, two Fridays podcast. Yeah, uh, really amazing besties. <laughs> and yeah. I think that like 
the whole like besties thing really did come with the intention because I think a lot of big things for like streamers and like new people coming in like it's like really awkward to feel like you're putting yourself into anybody's shoes to be able to like be a friend if that makes sense but you really are you're really opening up and being non-judgmental to really anybody that walks into your space and yeah. I think that that's what I try and do is I try and like have everybody at baseline be a bestie if that makes sense like at baseline you're my bestie and then until something further happens or something like that needs to be adjusted (laughs) yeah until you fuck it up like we're good and i feel like that's how i am with a lot of my things like i i really am like give everyone the benefit of the doubt and i think that that's really where the besties thing came from so i'm like i try and keep that because i think that it really does make coming into like a voice chat if you are just like you know watching or you are wanting to play like just coming in to have a conversation like being introduced and just being like hey bestie it's like i feel like it just establishes no we're good like you don't have anything to worry about this is a safe place you are a bestie and until like otherwise noted like you'll know yeah Yeah. (laughs) could you imagine me doing that in my chat in my stream yeah i don't know if i (laughs) I don't know if i could do that but i do i say i'm more of like what you know homie or or yeah, you know yeah. stuff like that so it's the same difference is is, is i just think it's trying just to... funny too because i mean yeah. i've gotten all types of reactions i've gotten well i don't even know you like because i i do that too when i go like in people's streams to like meet new people i'll say hey bestie like that's how i introduce myself and they're like it's also great for that because they're like wait do i know this person like should i know this person and then they ask right. who you are and that has been something that's like been really nice for me to kind of like build that bridge with like meeting new people as well so i need to try that because most new people that come around my stream are hearing me telling people to fuck off and (laughs) literally i'm just like hey bestie and then if they have a bad attitude about it or they don't want to reciprocate that energy then that's not worth my time i cut it off and i know that i don't need to put any energy towards that person anymore to be fair the the people i'm talking to are i do consider real friends but we're you know dudes so we constantly tell each other to fuck off matter what talk shit the yeah, whole time I mean, you know I'll that's talk, what dudes I'll, do i'll, I'll tell a best to fuck up too yeah <laughs> we gotta have you back we gotta get you back on yeah here i would love to we oh, need yeah. a too because we just have so many conversations Absolutely. i'm so uh, excited goals for this year it's early you got what's oh, your what's your streaming year? goals for this year goals for this year or just to enjoy yourself i do what? i do have goals i think just in general i think anybody that streams has um some sort of just goals of growth i mean a lot of people do it for enjoyment but i think people who really do it for the business aspect and the networking part of it like really do see like our numbers people every you know everything is about numbers so right right even though it's not it is in a case in my opinion so i think just in general as long as i'm getting like an increase a positive growth and i'm seeing you know happiness in my community and i feel like i'm just keeping that same energy of you know everyone is welcomed as until further notice pretty much <laughs> right 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 yep yep i don't know i mean i i really do like i really am down to be besties with anybody and i do i think i oh, do yeah. get along and can relate to a lot of people any you know person any age you know and um she threw yeah the so my goals you. are gross yeah thank I, you i did she, for both she said that because we're old she's like oh i better say this age thing because i'm I, talking to these old fucks here no i'm joking I'm no joking. i did because i I thought about worrying my eyes. Uh, right, there you go. See? I, See? I, I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. 
Fuck so yeah. any type of growth business-wise, I think networking is really important for me. Go for it. I mean, you asked me about my goals. I'll ask you about yours, too. If You can go ahead. What are your goals? Me? Ooh. I have none. Shit. I don't even know, honestly. My goals are to make it through the fucking year. That's it. Like, make it through the year, make people laugh. I want to make people yeah. laugh. I want to brighten somebody's day with the bullshit that I do on okay. stream. Like, that's that's my only... <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love, like, yeah, I want numbers. Yes. I mean, if you're if you're streaming, you want fucking numbers. That's all there is to if it. If you're in the business, fuck. you're in the business. You know? Yeah, I don't care if all yeah. these people are like, I don't, don't numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yes, blah. they do. This is no, your that's time. That's all that and fucking efforts. matters is numbers. When it becomes to the business side of things, numbers yeah, is all that fucking great matters. If you're if you're not into but numbers and you're not into business, it's fine. But my goal right now is. <laughs> Well, I guess I'd say if my goal right now for this year is to build on GTA RP and yeah. keep enjoying it and build on a game that I feel like has potential for never-ending growth. And I think GTA 5 is one of those games, especially with GTA 6 coming out in a couple of years. So my goal is to build on GTA right now anyway. That's awesome. So, and for yeah. you? Oh. I just want to keep producing my podcast. I, I stream. Um, the health aspect that I've been dealing with recently has kept me from streaming because I can't sit too long um, yeah. without feeling sick and whatever. So streaming has been out, but I, I've been enjoying doing the podcast. I do this one, and then I do another sports podcast also. Um, so I just, awesome. I'd like to be more, more consistent with the other podcast and be more active on this one. I... I we're very consistent with this one. We put it out, put out episodes consistently. We put out yeah. good content, but yeah. I want to get better at what we're doing. And I think that the last yeah. year, because we pretty much hit a year on the podcast a few months ago. Um, That's awesome. Congratulations. And if, and if you look at the, yeah, it's crazy. Like, we didn't even think of it as a year, but if you look yeah, at the first episode. goes by, Jesus. Yeah. It's crazy. The first episode versus this, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so yeah. much different. Yeah, our very first awesome. episode was about a TwitchCon deal and a fucking porn stripper or porn, <laughs> porn, a star, porn yeah. streamer breaking her back. I love whatever. that. We should yeah. bring her back. Yeah. No, well, she was no, not she on the podcast. Was, she here. No, no, no. We were just talking. We were just covering TwitchCon. Like we didn't know we hadn't oh, started doing interviews or anything. On. Like when we came into Let this, I would love, I would love to have her on. That'd be awesome. But uh adrian if you're listening please just hit me yeah, up you yeah, can come yeah. on give us a give us a shout give yeah us a shout. you can yeah. come to kick <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah right. we, the interviews just kind of so. started about a little ways into it like we didn't come into this as interviews we didn't come into this with much of anything other than just being a couple fucking older stoner dudes that wanted to no, sit I around and it. bullshit i love and the energy see what happened, so. and then it's kind of turned into trying to have people on and and because we're both you know, content creators. And so it was one of those deals where it's like, man, if we could just start bringing people on and try to interview, like let people know and maybe grow it that yeah. way where you're just bringing people on like yourself and getting to know you and just talking, just having a conversation yeah. and bullshitting. And and then if people listen to it, they're going to know you on a whole different level than even in your, in your stream, you know, or our stream. Yeah. And so that's kind of, you don't think it would yeah. work. Like you yeah. don't think that this kind of engagement would, but I yeah. go into people's streams that I don't know. And when I, cause I, I talk, I'm a talker. I'm a chit chatter. Like I, I type. So when I go into these, they're like, wait, are you the doll from the two Friday eggs podcast? I've had it happen in <laughs> random streams. I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. What's up? They're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like so it's cool, just, yeah. it's wild to, to see that happen. And yeah. I, I just, I love it. Like I enjoy it. I, I love yeah. what we do. And it's, yeah, just, well, you it's guys amazing to see things, the reach. 
I love the, you know, the opportunity just to come and talk to you guys has been great because I think that my main goal for this year has just been to continue networking and putting myself in front of different opportunities because really like I'm not, I'm really not scared to do anything. I'm not scared of getting no, like, you know, a no from somebody. I think that it's the only way to try is to just do it. And so I really appreciate you guys like opening a spot for, you know, somebody to come on and i appreciate you guys just well, like shit. i don't know we, letting me come we 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 appreciate you because without and you Salem, or the other people that have come on here but just you know without you she guys the time to come on here then we're just sitting here fucking two dudes just fucking talking shit yeah. you know so um and yeah. i enjoy getting to know um and i've enjoyed getting to know new people of, of all ages yeah of all ages <laughs> even the ones born in 2000 but uh I, I'm seriously though, thank you so much for coming on, and I feel like we can, we can we can. I'm, I'm just gonna ignore that whole comment right there about that 2000 born shit. I was fucking. I would have graduated high school in '99 if I would have graduated high school <laughs> before my you were even old. My oldest was born. Oh, good too. lord. And no yep. two. Yep. Period. Mm-hmm. See, I'm never gonna forget yep. my age because I'm always the age of the year. You know. That's oh, funny. My oldest is born in. 0- my oldest was born in 05, so. Yeah. Like, I have a kid your age almost. God damn, yeah. what the hell? Oh, I no. know. Now I'm dating insane. myself. All right, we got to oh. end this before I look any older. This is ridiculous here. No. <laughs> but seriously, no, you guys, uh, big, big, huge love and thank you for coming on. Guys, if you don't follow Mostly Ghostly, there's going to be a link fucking below. Be sure you click on it. Go show her some love. And as always, like, thumbs up, subscribe. Thank you. Thank Click you. Click on all the fucking you. links for you Mostly Ghostly. Awesome. And until next time, Two Fridays Podcast, baby. Thank Peace you. Out. Bye.